This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. The SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors, which have the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's SciCast is a visit with Eric Heft and Ben Bruns. It's a bye week for the Cyclones, but we'll take a look back at last week's victory over Texas Tech, Iowa State's 3-0 start and how they've gotten there, and also a little bit of a look ahead to next week's game with Oklahoma State. We'll break that one down a little bit further next week. But for now, we hope you'll enjoy this visit with Eric Heft and Ben Bruns. Guys, a really dominant victory over Texas Tech. I hate to use the word, but it was almost enjoyably boring the way that Iowa State just methodically beat Texas Tech. And and it's been it's fun. We haven't had a game like that for a while where we just kind of beat a team into submission. But that's pretty much what Iowa State did. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of that way. Although you know that block field goal that was returned for the touchdown, you know, certainly made it interesting. He took a while to overcome that and get the lead even though you were completely in control you were really one play away from having a tie game or a one score game for a long time so it was a tremendous performance in terms of execution in a lot of areas uh, save that uh, block field goal and a fumble in the third quarter while the game was being decided both sides of the ball were completely dominant you know it was interesting to me just the 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 atmosphere even with fans in the stands uh, the energy just wasn't quite the same. And I think there was sort of a undertone of, okay, how are we going to handle this? Right. We know we're good, but what will this look like? And for everybody in the stands watching, it was really the team that brought the energy to the thing and, and the execution of the team, especially coming back after, you know, that the next drive after the block field goal, which, which was all due to, you know, wide receiver covering up a tight end and, having a a problem with, you know, a formation that took a touchdown off the board. The the team responded in a way that uh, I think, you know, has really helped show us who they are as, as the season has gone on. And it's exactly the team that, that we, we thought they were, which is uh, tough minded and and able to handle adversity and, and, uh, and also by the way, really, really skilled and, and they just, you know, bludgeon Texas Tech. Well, the other the thing, the too, we talk about this after every win, uh, about how resilient this team has been. And I know a game that Iowa State dominated, they still had to be resilient after giving up the lead, you know, early in the game. I mean, and they yep. were resilient at TCU after a couple of bad plays. Something bad happened. They came back and made uh, did what they had to do. The same thing against Oklahoma, down a score in the fourth quarter. Just kept coming. And I think I think that travels and will be with this team, knowing they can, for sure, respond to quick changes, uh, bad breaks, what have you. They're going to be able to find a way to get the job done. Great friend of the Sidecast is Authentic Brand. It's more than just your official source for official Cyclone gear. With an amazing team of designers, Authentic Brand can custom manufacture polo shirts, jackets, caps, bags, and beyond for your team or small business. Check them out online at authentic-brand.com. Look authentic, feel authentic, be authentic. Guys, I want to talk to you about the offensive line and just amazed at how good that left side of the offensive line was with two freshmen out there, Daryl Simmons and Jake Remsburg. But I think it illustrates what Matt Campbell's been telling us, that, that he has a deeper, 
uh, more talented offensive line group this year than he's had at any time at Iowa State. And, you know, sometimes it's like, okay, I got to see it to believe it. I think, I think we're seeing it, aren't we? <laughs> no, no doubt. No doubt. And, you know, to see, to see Jake Remsburg step into that situation and, and, you know, have the Cyclones not miss a beat, I think is really emblematic of uh, recruiting and then player development. And, you know, I, I wouldn't want to see us have another guy go out. Right. And that's the that's the tenuous line that uh, Iowa State's walking right now with uh, both Downing and, and uh, Ramos out. But, man, I, I mean, Daryl Simmons has been so good. And, you know, to to think about uh, how that's, this line is playing together, you know, an offensive line is way more than than uh, just just the sum of its parts. And what we mean is that they have to move together collectively as a unit in order to be effective. And, and this is by far the most cohesive uh, offensive line that um, Matt Campbell has had. And, and then you, you take those parts and break them down when they've got one-on-one matchups, whether it's in pass protection or in the run game. And, and they're pretty darn good at that too. And, and so I'm just really impressed by the work uh, that the staff has done, getting these guys in a position to, to be ready to play winning football and then executing it. You know, going into the season, biggest concern that I had for the football team, you know, was the offensive line. You lose so many guys that you lost from a year ago. And when Matt would say, oh, he wasn't worried about the offensive line. <clears throat> well, maybe he wasn't, uh, but I kind of was. <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, well, we'll see. And man, uh, totally agree with what Ben has said. I think, you know, you talk about recruiting uh, and those guys that are out there now, yeah, they're working very cohesively, but these young guys, I think, have a chance to be really special. And, and who knows, maybe maybe if there's another injury in the offensive line, maybe Jared Hufford or Grant Triber or somebody like that is going to step up just like these other two freshmen have. But I think the biggest difference uh, in my mind is through this recruiting process, I think they have the big bodies, but they have more athletic guys. And I think these guys are more athletic and able to, to do a lot more things. And I think that's really helping them put things together in a very positive manner. Yeah, and hopefully instead of it being that we lose another guy, hopefully we gain some guys. Ho- hopefully we get Joey Ramos back and we get uh, Trevor Downing back before long. And, and then you really, really have that quality depth. Today's SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. When I think about getting ready to play Oklahoma State, through the years, what have they done so well under Mike Gundy offensively? Incredible balance. I mean, they've always had that 100-yard rushing threat in the backfield. They've always had a big play receiver. They've always had a really good quarterback. And when you look at Iowa State offensively right now, you're coming off a game with a 300-yard passing day for Brock, a 100-yard rushing game again for Brees Hall, and it feels like, okay, that's been the strength of Oklahoma State all this year. I was taking certainly match that. And they're going to have to because I don't know what the quarterback situation is right now at Oklahoma State, you know, but the young guys come in and played well. Spencer Sanders is playing. He gives them more of a dual-threat kind of guy. Uh, but, yeah, the other thing, too, is they've always had good offensive lines. You know, but I sure like last week's formula. 300 and 200 adds up to uh, a lot of W's. And I think, you know, while Oklahoma State's defense has improved, I think Iowa State's defense is still better than theirs. And it could be, it, it could come right down to who can make that last play at the end of the game. 
Yeah, and I, and I think the situation of where these two teams are, you know, in climbing the top 25 ladder and, and OSU inside the top 10, you know, should really help us understand the context of, of how good Iowa State's season is and, and how good this football team is. Because, you know, these two teams have, have been dead even, or I, I think even the, the tip of the cap to the Cyclones, with the exception of a, a really bad call in the end zone a few years ago, in recent history. And, and so, you know, Iowa State's going to take on the pre- presumably still number seven ranked team in the country, knowing that they, they really should consider themselves in a place to, to win that game with, without, you, know, you got to do all the little things right. You know, you, you got to bottle up uh, the, the, the guys who can hit home runs like Hubbard, but um, you know, you know, you can do that. You've seen it, you've done it. And uh, uh, this Iowa State defense, you're exactly right, Eric, is, is really special. On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when it's supported by Van Wall Equipment. It's Cyclone's John Deere dealer of choice. Let's talk more about that defense because, you know, really they're giving up. The defense is giving up 20 points a game. We've given up some non-offensive touchdowns this season. But if you look at the Louisiana game, the TCU game, the Texas Tech game in particular, those three games – the defense has allowed a total of three points in the first half in those games. So they have been dominant and helped Iowa State get out to leads. The defense has been great. You look at the Texas Tech game, you know, they still want to run the football. When Iowa State was able to take that away, it made them so one-dimensional. And while you weren't getting sacks, uh, the pressure was on uh, that they were going to have to throw it a little more downfield. Iowa State did such a great job of tackling in space. And we talk about our defensive line a lot. And, and they had a really good game with hardly any stats last Saturday. Jaquan Bailey had one assist. I mean, these guys weren't, weren't making the tackles, but, man, they were setting things up, uh, controlling the line of scrimmage, let everybody else do their job. That defensive line will be challenged against Chuba Hubbard in particular. I mean, he's a terrific back. But, you know, he hasn't had the kind of start that I think a lot of people thought he was going to have. And I think their offensive line has maybe had a, a couple question marks too. So if Iowa State's D-line can continue to do their job, I think if you hold him under 100, you've got a tremendous chance to win. And I, and I think it's possible. Yeah, and I would, uh, you know, further that by saying, so that D-line is where it all starts and they free up the linebackers to play well. But, but these linebackers, uh, especially last week, were, were elite. They erased uh, play after play after play. And Texas Tech is – trying to stretch you wide uh they're, they're trying to uh, get you to you know attack the middle of the field uh the outside flats and and you know iowa state's linebacking core did it all right they they tackled in space and came up and, and got run game tackles near the line of scrimmage and and then they erased plays around the rest of that perimeter and that group is playing as well as they are i think really will shut down teams that that can attack you all over the place like like osu gear up for your next cyclone game with authentic brand a great iowa company headquartered less than an hour from ames in perry iowa making cyclone apparel for men women and kids it's the apparel i wear on game day find it at local retailers or order online at authentic-brand.com authentic brand look authentic feel authentic be authentic you know, re-watching the game, one of the things uh, kind of stuck out to me that I thought as a group, 
uh, all three levels, they were just terrific. That's a great point. And I think a guy that's playing exceptional football is Jake Hummel. And it's fun to watch a guy who kind of makes his marks on special teams first and then gets more and more opportunities. But we saw him get out there and play a lot last year and play well. And now this year he's getting even more of an opportunity. He's taking advantage of it. Love seeing a local kid uh, go out and do that. Smart. He's been, uh, he's, he's been, uh, I, I think what I saw out of him was just a ton of range, you know, that, that he can change direction and turn and run the way he has. He's been heady since the moment he got here. He's been, you know, a good tackler and solid in, in uh, space, but not, I think just the amount of ground that he's covering at this point is really impressive. You know, between he and Orion, they came in the same time and Jake played special teams uh, as a freshman and Orion redshirted. So they're, they came in the same time, but boy, I remember uh, coaches talking about, uh, they thought they had two of the best linebackers in the Midwest coming in, in Orion Vance and Jake Hummel. And I'd say uh, spot on evaluation in your recruiting right there. Orion played his best game. Yeah, he looked sharp. You're right, Ben. He, lo- he looked very sharp. Guys, we'll, we'll break down this game a little bit more next week, but I want to leave it at this. If this game gets played as scheduled, which is always, you know, a, a big <laughs> if these days, but if it does, it will have been 14 days between games for Iowa State, and it will be 21 days between games for Oklahoma State. Is it uh, the team that shakes off the rust earliest in this game that probably comes out of there with a win? Great question, and I sure don't have the answer to that. I would say 14 days. You know, it's just a typical bye week, which you'll have every year. Uh, probably not as big a deal. But Oklahoma State's played fewer games and had the longer layoff. I, I think it's probably more uh, detrimental to them, but who knows? You never know how it's going to shake out. You know, the other area we haven't talked about, you know, special teams, I'm sure we'll talk about that next week too. Sometimes you can make some strides in that area where Iowa State still has to clean up a few things. I think it's an advantage for Iowa State early if they can take advantage of it. And, you know, in a game where uh, you're going to win by margins, if you win that margin and really do take advantage early on, uh, it it will pay you back later. But, you know, if the Cyclones uh, themselves start a little bit slow, I think it really doesn't become much of a factor in the game. So I I think Iowa State can certainly capitalize because – I just don't don't anticipate. I mean, 21 days is a long time. It's almost like going out to play a bowl mm-hmm. game, and you know it 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 will be uh, it will be a challenge for OSU uh, to to begin the game. In my opinion. Ben, your point about if I was if it's an advantage for Iowa State early, that's one area where Iowa State. I mean, they got off to a good start offensively against Texas Tech, and then had the unfortunate field goal attempt, and then drove it back down. But that was Iowa State's that. First touchdown in the first quarter all year. Can Iowa State get off to a little faster start offensively, especially if if the early part of the game is where they may have a more significant advantage given to the layoff? I think that could be important too. Get out, get after it, get on the board right away. That would be huge. Something to definitely look forward to. And uh, we'll talk about it more next week. But guys, thanks for your time. Always a pleasure. Thank you. (laughs) Today's SciCast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn why Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are Iowa's clear first choice. Thanks for listening.